Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hello Harlem podcast. I'm your host, Alex Luby, and I'm joined, as always, by the horniest of homies to sail the seven seas, Mr. Jonathan Semrau, Anthony Luby, Luke Farnsworth, and Neil. And I'm finally back. I was on vacation, but we're back, and we're we're back grinding. We'll keep grinding. We're not on vacation. Who was here doing the podcast <laughs> with us? He wasn't here, remember? I announced it. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Fuck that bit I was about to do. You were going to do like a ghost bit? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I announced we killed the skinwalker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot that was what his excuse was. Alex, I, I have a question. Um, remember when we went to Maine? Mm-hmm. And, you know, like beach cities have their seasons. Yeah. And you went in January to Hilton Head. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming it was... A- <laughs> <laughs> was it? It was out of season, right? Right, their season. Yeah, yeah. What was it similar to like Booth Bay, where nothing was open? And it was like a big ghost town. You know, surprisingly, not at all. It was still really busy. Not Wait, where? Hilton Head, South Carolina. That's where he was. Alex is a skinwalker. <laughs> who did I kill? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it actually... Cut to Andy dead in a dumpster. <laughs> Surrounded by peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was uh, I was very surprised when I got there because there were people and civilization and businesses were open. You could just go in them. Um, yeah, it was not uh, not as busy as it would have been during summer. But it was still pleasantly busy where it still, it didn't have, you know when we went to Myrtle, when it was just depressing? Yeah, yeah Myrtle's just depressing. It did not, time, though. yeah. But we were also in Charleston at the same time. Well, so like, but like, Beach City. Over, over being, like a city, city. Um, yeah, not really dead at all. I mean, comparisons, yes, but it still felt like you were on vacation. Because when we were in Booth Bay, I was concerned the lack of people we saw. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was like a one in a million chance we had because we were literally like the only people there. It was a literal ghost town. That's crazy. It was Nobody. Cool. I bet it, it was. It was super cool. It was like no cars, no people, and if you saw a person, no like, dick, no balls, <laughs> no. just the shaft. <laughs> Sorry. Today's guest, we have the Joker. <laughs> it's me, the Joker. Yeah. It's me, the Joker. Come on, show me your feet. <laughs> I'm sure that's what he. I'm sure um, that's what the Joker said. Last, sorry, the last time I was in. Are you done? Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't want to cut your story off. No, you're uh, good. the last time I was in Hilton Head, I saw like the twelfth most expensive yacht in the world, really? docked in Harbor Town. Harbor Town was cool. Harbor Town's cool as it's, fuck. It's like um, Harbor Town's like a giant circle mm-hmm. where everybody docks their expensive ass yachts. Yeah, yeah. So I saw and this. You get to look at them all. So there was this yacht that pulled up, and I'm not joking. This thing took you saw the like mm-hmm. the scale of Harbor Town. Thing took up a whole half of the circle. Like no it, way. It, it was fucking enormous. Uh, I can't remember the name. It was like the Prince something. And so I was like, what the fuck? So I looked it up, mm-hmm. and I was like, I wonder what the deal is with this thing. And it was like world's twelfth most expensive yacht bought by mystery buyer. And it's like nobody. There was nothing on the article about who owned it. They're like, it, it was bought in like a like a shadow auction, so nobody knew who really bought it, but the payment went through, and the guy just has been sailing the world in it because it was in Italy like two weeks before I saw it or something like that, like two or three weeks or something. But like, and now it's, it was in Hilton Head. I saw like, like a couple of like men, women up on the mm-hmm. deck, but like, okay, like I don't, 
It was crazy. That's bonkers. Yeah, and this thing was actually. like, like it was like a four-story building. Like there was like four stories of windows, and I was like, that's fucked up. Like, kind of creepy too. Like no one knows who. Yeah, the boat. isn't that kind of weird? Yeah. Like I thought it was because there was like articles, like five or six articles I saw, like all of them saying the same thing, and I was like, that's weird. Epstein's yacht sells to mystery buyer in Hilton Head Island. All the children aboard it were also. <laughs> <laughs> It was, it was a, a big pa- deal. <laughs> it was a package deal. You know, like Costco, it's like that, but with children in a boat. So you get this. So you get this boat, all the children inside, and then you get shot later, and we're gonna call it a suicide. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Easy, easy. The government's listening. They're watching. And we're all gonna die. It's like Ocean's Eleven. But Ashton Kutcher fucks dogs. <laughs> Um, so everybody has figured out at this point that part of my job when I'm not working on the floor is I get to just watch movies with my patients, whatever they're in the chamber mm-hmm. or whatever. I watched the first Purge yesterday. Uh, I wanted I, to I enjoyed see that. that. I, thought I, I enjoyed it. to see it. I enjoyed it. I watched the second one today. There's some really fucked up shit in that movie. Like really fucked up. Spoiler warning. Wait, wait. I'm not going to spoil like the ending or anything. No, no. When you say the first purge, do you mean the movie The First Purge or the first purge movie? Because the first purge movie was just like... There's a movie movie called The First Purge? Yeah. Yes. It's like the seventh purge. I think he's speaking in chronological. I just like number one, the The first purge. Purge number one. The purge. Okay, because I've only seen The First Purge. The purge? Like... Or like the movie... No, the name The First Purge. The name The First Purge. Okay, so you've seen like the seventh purge. So we'll call it Purge 7. Okay, I've seen Purge 7. I've seen Purge 1. Okay, go on, go on. Okay, so in Purge 1, the story was pretty... Have you you seen Purge 1? I haven't seen any Purge. Have you seen Purge 1? I've never seen any of them. They're actually pretty fucking good. Like, I know know what the concept is. Yeah, not even going to cap. The movies are really good. So Purge 1 was about, like, an affluent family. And so, like, they're, like, the 1% or whatever. And during the Purge... They lock down their house every year with this, like, high-tech security system with, like, blast doors and shit. And it's about what happens whenever that system fails. So that's kind of what the first movie is, and it's, it's pretty sick. It doesn't really fail, but they have to shut it down for a reason. Purge 2 was Purge Anarchy. That's the one I watched today. I got weird feelings a couple of times in that movie because that one's not about like the affluent one percent. It's like what happens to normal people during the purge. Mm-hmm. It was really fucked, and I'm only bringing this up because of like the shadow buyer thing. So, at the start of the movie, there's this family, and it's just like a mom and her daughter and their elderly. It's the girl, little girl's grandpa. It's like the, the mom's father. Like he's older. And when the purge, like right before the purge starts, he just like, I'm going to go into my room. And then what he actually does, is he walks out and he gets into a limo and they, he just like, they drive away. And you're like, that was weird. Maybe grandpa's got a dark secret. Well, after the purge starts, they're like, go get grandpa because we're going to have dinner because they locked their house down and boarded the walls and boarded the doors and windows or whatever. They go into his room and there's a letter and he's like, blah, blah, blah. I provided for the family. Basically writes a letter telling him, I sold myself to a rich family so that they can purge someone without leaving the safety of their home but you'll get a very large check in the mail when this is over like so and and then it cuts to the scene of him it's like him sitting in a chair and the family standing around him they're all holding hands and they do like this weird fucking prayer 
and then they all bend down and pick up like knives, machetes, hatchets or whatever. It zooms out, the grandpa is just sitting in the middle of the room, the entire room is covered in plastic wrap so that it won't get blood anywhere and then it cuts to black whenever they're all standing around and like with blades and weapons and shit. And I thought that was so fucked up. It was so sketch. I was like, was is that maybe then the beginning? Literally, the like the first ten minutes. It was so. It made me so uncomfortable. It was really fucked up. So Ripple old guy out. sold his soul to rich people. Yeah, and so like, and then the mom goes on this explanation after she reads the letter, and apparently, like, people in that world will there's like shadow auctions mm -hmm. during the purge where they'll like they'll find like old people, sick people, really poor families, and they'll buy one of the people and then pay their family. To have to like let them, I, okay. To let them kill them in the safety of their home without having like so they can so they can actually do something during the purge mm -hmm. so they can like kill someone without having to leave their house and risk getting in trouble and like getting hurt. Or, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And so okay. I thought about that because shadow auction. Hmm, that, that's pretty tied well together, honestly. It was yeah. really fun. wow. And that then, makes me want to watch the movie. It shows you like one of the shadow auctions later in the movie. It's really fucked. Mm -hmm. There's like eight people on stage and they're told like if you talk or protest or say anything, we're going to shoot you on the stage. But if you don't, one of these people out here is going to buy you. We're going to put you into a dark room where you can't see anything. We're giving them night vision goggles and weapons and <laughs> they just get to fuck you up. Man, it'd be better to speak up on stage, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck well, yeah. if, if your sole purpose of doing it is to provide for your family that large sum, yeah. I'm assuming... No, no, during, do, during that shadow auction where they're all on stage, it's during the purge. It's just, like, because anything's legal. People, like, kidnap them, take them to this auction, and they're sold against their will. Oh, what the fuck is the point of that? During, during the first... Yeah, exactly. But during, like, during like before it, there is, like, these, like, other shadow auctions where they just... it's They, they have a choice. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, it's really fucked. And that... That one uh, scene may be really uncomfortable. Reminds me of uh, that scene, not that scene, but the shadow auction type thing. Reminds me of the movie Taken. Yeah, when they're, they're in France. Yeah, they're getting That's to the a good end. movie. I love Taken. That's the old guy? Mm -hmm. the, the first one. Yeah, you can, they kind of beat like they, uh, the whole concept into the ground. You can really, only yeah. kidnap someone's yeah, family yeah. member and go have Liam Neeson fuck up a thousand people so many times. Yeah. Like, it's cool. I love it. It's, it's kind of like yeah. the Equalizer. Have you seen that movie? Uh -uh. The first Equalizer, super oh, fucking cool. Uh -huh. uh, there's a scene where Denzel Washington has a stopwatch, and he's in a room with, like, I think it's like 11 guys, and he's like, 30 seconds. And the guy's like, what? He starts a stopwatch, and in 30 seconds, he kills everyone in the room. Holy That's cool. Fucking shit. How many That's Equalizers awesome. are there? I think there's two. The second one's not as good as the mm -hmm. first one, though. It's kind of like a beat it into the ground I it's a really good movie at least they I, stopped before they were like ahead you know what i mean i like, love like those genres of movie where there's one absolute badass yeah. john wick is a very good example of this i'm so excited for the fourth one. i watched the first one we were going down to florida oh. matt's stepdad was like oh yeah watch this it's pretty cool it's we watched it we were like holy it's shit john wick. have you seen the other two i've seen all of them they're so good i've man. seen two i haven't seen three uh, you haven't seen three no. uh, parabellum it's so cool and that's that's one of the oh, movies shit. where it, that's kind of a hard thing to continue to replicate. It's like the plot is the plot. You, mm -hmm. John Wick gets pissed, kills a bunch of people. So so if you can continue that for four movies and keep it interesting, hats off to but you. But what's crazy about those movies is like they have like oh yeah like they've been really all well. Of them have been it's good. like the first movie like was like how they got him to start like doing his thing again. Second one is what happens and makes him continue to keep doing it. Third one is him 
I, like I can't spoil it, but there's like a there's a, they tie it all in mm-hmm. to like where like the actions that happen in the second movie makes him have to do the actions in the third movie, and the fourth movie is supposed to be the last one where it's going. Where the it's all, third it's all, ended, it's all gonna so tie it makes up. sense why he would continue. It's to all gonna t- yeah oh absolutely where the third ended there's a reason there's gotta have a fourth one like I'm stoked. I'm When's so is that one have a date and when it's supposed to come they, out? They, I think they're they've been filming it for a while. Mm-hmm. I remember because there was a whole bunch of more wholesome Keanu Reeves posts. Oh, yeah. Like like pictures of him like after they're done filming, like helping the sound guys carry their stuff <laughs> to their cars. I <laughs> love Keanu Reeves. He's, he's a great <laughs> Handing a Pepsi to the co-director. Like, Such a nice man. He's a wholesome yeah, like, guy. He's also he very lonely. Yeah, yeah like, like, like pictures of him going to like the... Like the actors, like food room and getting food and passing it out to the worker, like people that are working and like setting props. <laughs> like Keanu Reeves, like, if you want to join us on the podcast, man, you're more just than being welcome. a fucking wholesome Chad. I feel bad because Matrix Four was fucking awful. Apparently, I've heard it was really yeah. good. I heard it was good too. I've, I've heard, heard it's really good. Op- the opposite. I've heard that it's nothing but like nostalgia factor for the first. I've heard half a lot of, of really good things. If I actually I'm, haven't heard a bad thing. They said the first now. one's basically Matrix One. If I'm but, being honest, again. I feel like. It's so difficult to take those cult classic movies mm. and redo them. I don't know. The new Ghostbusters kind of did that really well. Like I haven't one, seen that, but like the track the record. Yeah. I haven't seen that yet, but I lo- it looked good. Everybody actually. said it was amazing. I it just feel like taking good. those like cult classic movies, like they, they had their run and they, they still hold up, I mm. would say. I don't think they need remade. Like, And if they do them in injustice, it just hurts. I don't know if it helps the main title or hurts it. You but didn't like Ghostbusters with all women? I never saw it. You should. Yeah, it was no one I saw it. To, <laughs> to be frank, I really didn't care for Ghostbusters in the first place. I just like the State Puff Marshmallow Man. That's all I care <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters is fucking cool. I, I do. It's like a cool movie. movie. You know it's what? A cool you know concept, franchise I, I would love to see you get a reboot though. The Alien versus Predator franchise. I would too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I just. I okay. I love Alien. So I have. I have a patient. Uh, so I do. Well, I get. I've. I get to watch a lot of movies now. Which is really awesome. I'm, jealous. I'm sweet. seeing a lot of movies I haven't seen either in a long time or at all. So like I have this one patient who's like big movie buff. And the one time he was like he brings in his own movies. I have my own collection, but he brings in ones and he's like, What what uh what's what's the movies like? What do you, what's the genres you like? And I told him and he was like, You ever seen the alien movies? And I was like, I fucking love those and he was like, I'll I'll bring those in next week. Comes in next week with a box set. It's got Alien 1, 2, 3, and 4, Predator 1 and 2, and both Alien versus Predator movies. And he's like, we're going to watch this entire franchise Jeez. in order. And I was like, <laughs> let's fucking go. We just finished that yesterday. Oh, you finished the whole thing? The whole franchise I've now watched through again. They need to reboot it. Now, here's here's a question. Uh, Alien versus Predator out of the question. Like, exclude that for now. Do you like Aliens or Predators? Are, okay, are you saying the movie or like... The thing the themselves, creature. um, the creatures as a whole, as a whole, the concept, yeah, do you the like concept. The aliens, or do you like the predators as a concept? Since aliens is a movie, mm-hmm. it <laughs> yeah, is, it's the second one, <laughs> yeah. Um, as as a concept, the predators I like a lot better. Mm-hmm. As a fr- as like movies, the alien movies were better. Yeah, predators are just that being so said, bad. That They're being sweet. said. Alien 1, cinematic masterpiece. You can't argue. I mean, you can. I've actually seen it. I saw I watched it on a Halloween. It is so Ooh, good. It's still great. such a fantastic it, movie. It is. I, rewatching it, it still holds up so well. That and I watched <laughs> The Thing, I think it was. I haven't seen The Thing in a Aliens, long time. the second movie, 
Phenomenal film, amazing sequel. Chef's kiss. <laughs> Alien 3? Okay. This is still good. This is good. We could have ended here. But I was about like, to say, they, that's a, that's this a is great. series that they beat a dead horse. This is great. Alien 3, you know, fantastic. They ended the franchise. They, at the... Spoilers for a movie that came out in 1986. They, they <laughs> killed Ripley at the end. So, fine. Let's end the franchise here. Everybody's happy. Then they made a fourth one. I rewatched it. Holy fucking shit. Why would you do this to the franchise? They... For those of you that don't remember the plot of Alien 4 Resurrection, they found pieces of Ripley's DNA. Oh, my God. They cloned her, brought her back to life, but whenever she died, she had a chest burster inside of her. So it cloned together her and a xenomorph into one entity. Making, but it wasn't just a chest burster. It was from a royal face hugger. So it was the queen. It was a queen chest burster. So if it would have hatched, it would have been a queen. But it bred them together. So Ripley's actually an alien queen now. But then they also fucked up and made two clones. The second clone was an was a xenomorph queen. But the xenomorph queen was cloned with Ripley's uterus. And then the alien queen got pregnant and gave birth to a half Ripley, half xenomorph hybrid. That Ripley's... <laughs> That at the end of the film, Ripley bonds with. There's this real touching scene of them, <laughs> of them, of them, of, of Ripley holding this thing's face in in her hand, and then she apologizes to it, takes a gat, shoots a hole in the window that's this big. The suction of space proceeds to pull this thing out through that hole this size shredding it like a smoothie the whole time it is screaming what xenomorph equivalent of mother would be and then the movie ends with ripley can we can we act out that heartfelt scene real quick you're going to be the xenomorph alien Perfect. and you're going to speak in xenomorph alien okay. <laughs> and i'm going to be the ripley and speak in english <laughs> ready okay you know we can... <laughs> <laughs> i felt this, <laughs> this is <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. That's just how I'm imagining oh, the scene. Like uh, Ripley's 1980s like, prime oh, movie. I can't believe we made it through the end here, buddy. First off, can we all appreciate my Xenomorph impression? Um, but like, have you guys seen the Ripley alien? No, like the, I haven't. The reincarnation. Haven't Most people did not see this movie because it sucked so bad. Um, I mean, it was the 80s, and they were making a sequel to a movie that ended. What do you expect? Oh, you my think, God. You think <laughs> Halloween 7, Jason Goes to Manhattan was a good so, movie? So this is Ripley's child. <laughs> this is what they... <laughs> I look just like her. Oh, that is disgusting. There it is. It's really fucking awful. It's it's horrible. Yeah, you think Jason Everybody takes Manhattan was pissed was a good because movie? You of think that. that one nailed it? Jason so they gave it... The reason they time. gave it this face... Is because they wanted people to look at it more humanly and empathize with it when it died, but you just felt happy. Or what so, about Friday the Thirteenth Ten? Jason goes to space. It's Friday the Thirteenth Nineteen. Jason goes to Disney. I wish I'm making these up. That's a real movie. I know it Jason is. Jason goes to space. He performs with space alloys and becomes Metal Jason in I space. That. I know that. That's like. But I mean, in the my, second my one, my one final gripe with Alien Four Resurrection. And this one might be something that people are going to find controversial. So Ripley, was played by Sigourney Weaver, um, is a normal-sized human woman. In Alien 4 Resurrection, she's roughly 7 foot tall, <laughs> has about 
four inch fingernails that are straight black and she just is edgier now and the outfit they put her in was like big leather combat boots a red shirt with a leather vest on and there's more than a couple scenes of seven foot ripley wrenching people up against the wall and getting up in their face all mommy peg style i can imagine ripley like commander system ripley get in there whatever commander that's exactly <laughs> i'm not joking that's what it is in the other movies, she was witty and sharp and cool, and the only reason that she survived any of the alien the alien events was because she was cunning. Like, she figured shit out. In this one, they made her the fucking Terminator, and she just <laughs> fucking gatted her way through everything. That's another series that needs to just die already. Yeah, yeah, and at the end of the movie, they don't even resolve it. They wanted to make a sequel to this movie because they thought it would be well-received. You know how they do it? At the end of the movie, seven-foot pegging Ripley is standing in front of a window with an android because in the fourth movie, they do another, oh, no, you're an android, and I didn't know you were an android type beat. They're standing in front of a window. The android says, what now and then ripley says something along the lines of like we try to forget and then it cuts to black like they wanted to make a fifth one fuck that the franchise died with the uterus baby this is fucked up so bad i was so mad man i was so and then they made alien covenant and that movie was apparently good so i don't know i'm sorry i i've been holding this in there's a lot of really good like parts of that movie though that make me laugh like there's this one part where ripley finds the cloning lab wherever they were where they were cloning her and there's like 15 fucking botched Cronenberg looking Ripley's that are like piles of meat that just have like Ripley's face on them. They're all like, bleh, bleh. and then there's one that's laying on a table. It's got like two faces, but one of them's like a baby face. And it's like, there and it goes, kill me. And it's like screaming her to kill it. So she's like, I'll, I'll do it. Cause she's going to like mercy kill. <laughs> and like, you think she's going to pull out a gun and shoot it or something. But she pulls out a flamethrower and lights it on fire. Torches the entire lab, and when she walks out, you can hear all the dying Ripley screaming because she burned them to death instead of just shooting them. And as she's walking away, one of the fucking guys drops a one-liner. He goes, "Must be a woman thing," like, just like that. And I was like, "This is a cinematic masterpiece." Yeah, because she's like crying because she just fucking it's not a mercy killing. And she's like, she's like, "Must be a woman thing," and my patient in the chamber is like talking to me he's like that was the fucking worst mercy killing I've ever seen this fucking sucks we were talking when I pulled him out of the chamber he only wanted to watch it because he hadn't seen it in so long and he was like I know why I didn't watch that in so long that was horrible sorry the mercy uh, killing thing I had to get off my chest that was it was amazing well we'll go ahead and take a little beer break here yeah I'm sorry I just ate up the first half of that shitty alien shit but like we can give you guys time to process oh, what <laughs> just happened. Yeah. Look up pictures of the day. We'll yeah. I'll continue with uh, anime of the week. Yeah, and we'll I have a couple topics that I want to. Not like topics. Oh, Actually, yeah. I'll let Luke go first. Too. I have some like conversation pieces all that right. we can all talk on. All right. But we'll catch you after the beer break. All right. We're back from the beer break. We were watching videos about uh, living in Ohio and how the Raven Queen <laughs> will never come back. <laughs> and how the shards are reminders of us when we're getting too complacent. Well, the blue door. Never go through it. But it's nice that it's here. We love Ohio. No, we don't. Make sure you're standing on the right side of the river. Because instead of getting answers to your questions, you'll get broken dreams if you stand (laughs) on the wrong side. I guess. I don't know what that even means. He's probably referring to the the Ohio River where West Virginia is the other side. So West Virginia gives nothing but broken dreams because they're hilljacks and are inbred. Unless he's referring to 
the other things. <laughs> What's funny? The trees never <laughs> lie to us. They do lie. But not, not, but not to us. us. <laughs> we are from Ohio. This structure, it's like a Faraday cage. <laughs> but instead of keeping out electromagnetic fields. It keeps out the other things. Something else. <laughs> It's it's just you Those have to fucking funny. be from Ohio to get these things. Like, yeah, like we can't like explain them. You guys don't even know about the silent sentinels, but yeah. we have them. They protect most of us. <laughs> most of us. You know, all in all, I love how this state is a meme and I fucking like living here. I like saying I'm from Ohio because people are like, Oh shit, Alex, he's from don't, Ohio. You know what happens when you make fun of Ohio. I'm not making fun. The shards are a reminder. <laughs> Alex, don't bring The shards are a reminder. Don't get too complacent. Don't be quiet, too. We do have the tanks. You don't want them to hear us. We do have the tanks. That's our defense mechanism against the Raven Queen. Against the Raven Queen. That's what happened. We, we, we can't talk about it. About the Raven Queen? We can't talk about what happened. The Raven Queen. We can talk about her, but not what happened to her. She's watching. She's hot. watching us. The trees are listening. He's watching. The trees told me. All right, move on. We'll get back in Ohio later. Alright, so <laughs> we're we already in and we can never leave thanks to them. The barrier. <laughs> Once you enter Ohio, you can never leave thanks to the, the barrier. barrier. <laughs> that kind of plays into my enemy of the week. Instead it's of barrier, like, it's boundary. It's like the uh it's like the Simpsons dome, except you can go in but you can't. You mean get the out. Simpsons dome! <laughs> Thanks, Homer. Oh. Yeah, boy, yeah. Thanks, Homie. Thanks, Homer. Marge. I hardly know her. With <laughs> I'll say that All right. another day. So Sorry. we'll get into. So my enemy of the week, ironically, plays into what we were just talking about. Uh, it's called Beyond the Boundary. Uh, we all know what happens when you go beyond the boundary. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't, because we've never gone. We've never been so edgy. The stories. We have the stories. We don't know the story. But, um, no one's ever come back. Instead of me giving like some half-ass explanation, I'm just going to read the synopsis because I seem to always fuck up every time I go <laughs> over really the anime. It's really funny, though. Come on. It's, I, but it's this show specifically, it's going to be really hard to remember because I binged it in one night alone. So, <laughs> Why did you have to make it sound like it was so sad? Because <laughs> it, it kind of was. I think you, like Anthony was at like a party having fun, and I was like, yeah, anime. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so my uh, my anime of the week is Beyond the Boundary. Here's the synopsis. Mirai Kudiyama is the sole survivor of a clan of spirit world warriors with the power to employ their blood as weapons. As such, Mirai is tasked with hunting down the, and killing Yomu, creatures said to be the manifestation of negative human emotions. One day, while deep in thought on the school roof, Mirai comes across Akihito Kanbara, a rare half-breed of Yomu in human form. In a panicked state, she plunges her blood saber into him, only to realize that he's an immortal being. From then on, the two form an impromptu friendship that revolves around Mirai constantly trying to kill him, in an effort to boost her own wavering confidence as a spirit world warrior. Eventually, Akihito manages to convince her to join the literary club, which also houses two other powerful spirit world warriors, Hirumi and Mitsuki Nase, their brother and sister. As the group's bond strengthens, however, so does the tenacity of the Yomu around them. Their misadventures will soon turn into a fight for survival as the inevitable release of the most powerful Yomu beyond the boundary approaches. Is this so the... it's literally Ohio in an anime. I was about to say, that sounded a lot like the rise and fall of the Raven Queen. <laughs> <laughs> but, Is the uh, the main girl in this the one with the like short 
dirty blonde hair and glasses. Sort of, yeah. Her hair is like a very like tan color. She has the red glasses. Mm-hmm. Fucking loved this show. Is that the uh, one with the random idol scene in it? Yeah, and that's where uh, that's where the bogo comes in. So if you watch the show, you get buy one get one perverted eye, and the reason that comes into scene because so Kyoani did this anime, and they put this scene in where one of the uh, yomu is this giant eye, and he's a fucking pervert, and he he like loves girls. So they do this idol scene where um the f- it's oh she's putting on deodorant. <laughs> So Mirai, um, I think Akihiro was his name, and then the brother and sister, and there's this little lolly girl too, who's super cute. But they all make an idol song, and they go to the roof to try and like, what's the word I'm looking for? Lure the eye, because eyes like, oh, humana, humana, humana. women. <laughs> <laughs> so. They have to do Just this. Like the they have to do this idol song, and the first time they fail, the second time they fail, and they, because like their the choreography's off, the singing was out of key. Because the eye is super fucking picky, so eventually they uh, like coerce the eye, and then they kill it because he was a simp. That's what happens when you're a simp; you die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh man, my time's coming. The clock's ticking for us, boys. <laughs> so, uh, but like the idol scene in general is animated. Just lovely. Like, Kiwani, they knew what they were doing. They're like, we're going to put all our money and budget into this fucking scene with an idol group that has nothing to do with the show. And they knocked it out of the fucking park, dude. It was a home run. It was like Yankee Stadium on a Saturday night after... Nice baseball reference. Babe Ruth knocks it out. After Babe Ruth knocks it out of the park. Free free hot dogs next week for Babe Ruth's home run. (laughs) But fucking great show, actually. Really good show. And it's a lot more serious than... What it sounds like. It actually has some very, uh, quite sad parts, honestly. But Kiwani again knocks it out of the park with this show. Fucking banger. How many episodes? Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, shorter one. There's movies. Are there movies? Yeah. Have not seen the movies. Uh, all I can say is the anime was fucking good. Eight, eight and a half horny eyes out of ten. <laughs> How? You remember, you got to be really That's picky with this. Worth. Well, I am really picky. Right. Alex, if you could use the slab of time to return back and rewatch the show, would you? Uh, not before creating a sacrifice, yes. Return the slab. That is important. Okay, yeah. Because you, you don't want to forget the human sacrifice. And you can only find it if you taste the primordial sap. <laughs> of the dark forest. The, waving, the, the Raven North. Queen remembers. The Raven Queen remembers all, but not quite as the, much the as dark. the Portage Lake Eyes. The Portage Lake Eyes. <laughs> They remember and they see. So you know how uh, we, they have like picks. the Loch Ness monster? We have the Portage Lakes monster. <laughs> Never break eye contact before they do. <laughs> Not again. Not after last time. You remember what happened. Tim was a nice man. <laughs> Tim Misney. Misney saved Ohio. He made him. Alright. So before I lead into this. Can everyone give me your best lolly impression? Give me like an Anichan, Like actually or Yeah, give me it. Give me it right now. Give me a lolly impression right now. Bakanini. That was pretty good. That was my oh my god, yes, that was one. That's the best. Just with the lolly princess. Alright, this leads into what I'm about to bring up. 
at that convention prior to it beginning, I think it was like somewhere in mid December when they put out the um, announcement. Connect can the convention like format like what what days everything was going oh, on okay, like the panels okay, yeah, and shit. Yeah, there was a panel titled "Lollycons are pedophiles and other uncomfortable truths about nerds." Mm-hmm. Uh, needless to say, that received a lot of backlash. So they changed the name and just took out the "Lollycons are pedophiles" part. Well, this was last weekend that this occurred, and uh, needless to say. The dude that put the slides together did not change the name of the panel. Uh, there were very few people that showed up, and one brave man was willing to go there, and he put the entire thread on Twitter and shit. He has the whole thread of everything that went down there. Um, it is very cringe, it, as you could expect, and it was very not okay. Uh, I have... I can't take the side of the Lollicons. I can't do it. I'm all right. Because so. the panel's kind of it's a little right. It's not it, It's wrong. a little bit correct, but it's also not entirely correct. I get, my biggest question is this guy who put on the panel, did he just buy a slot here? I'm assuming is he not an anime fan? He just showed no, up. No, he goes to a lot of conventions and speaks doing at this? A, and not this, but he is invited to a lot of conventions to speak at them. He's invited? Yeah. He's very big. It seems like Vince Frost or something like that. And he is like a big convention goer that that goes to these a lot. Uh, I was just under the impression that he like hated anime. Nope. Bought it and showed up and said, Yeah, you're all fucking loser pedophiles. Uh, the funny thing that is very ironic about it is that he likes My Little Pony, so he's a brownie. He's a clop clop fan. <laughs> Dude's into some clop clop. We gotta tiptoe real carefully here so that we don't oust ourselves as <laughs> internet pedophiles. So I forgot clop clop was the thing. Sure is clopping. Yeah. <laughs> you guys a clopper? You guys cloppers? Oh, I hate that. Shit. You, ever, <laughs> you, ever, uh, you ever seen My Little Pony porn? Reddit is a thing, and right, sometimes so I hate it. I, so yeah. So my freshman year of high school, I took uh, a tech class, a theater tech, to like learn how to work the rigging and stuff behind stage. And there was this one kid who I became friends with, who I thought was a guy, (laughs) was not a guy, figured that out, Uh, turned out to be a chick, which is fine. You can be a chick dressed like a guy and refer to yourself as a guy. That's not my problem. Do whatever you want, whatever makes you happy. Um, we'll get to why that was not a problem for me later, but why I got uncomfortable with it later. So she, he was really into, um, Tumblr at the time. Okay. That's enough. I need to hear. And during class, I would often be sitting next to him and we'd be chatting or whatever. And always on Tumblr. One time I made the mistake of asking, what are you looking at? During class, just mountains of My Little Pony porn, just go, just fucking hills and and dales worth of mountains <laughs> worth of My Little Pony porn. It was really fucked up. There was way too much, like ponies with giant dicks fucking each other in the ass. There was way too much of that. I was not okay with it. But it, obviously, the problem was I uh, asked me to come over. Once and I was, oh, I was like, put on this pony outfit. <laughs> I was so afraid. I was like, I was like, oh, I'm okay. 
Because it was like not like a hey, do you want to come over? It was like a note that insinuated what would happen if I did, and mm. I was like, uh, uh, I don't want to be a pony. <laughs> I don't want to be mountain. <laughs> I don't like sunshine pony all that much. Well, let's hop back into this. I want to hear oh, what um what happened. <laughs> trailed here. off. If, yeah, I um, need to hear what happened to the wally. So, cones. approximately thirty-five minutes into the panel, he finally got to what the topic of the um panel was about uh-huh. you know lollicons are pedophiles right. blatantly not correct but whatever you know we'll leave it at that uh in his argument he uses all of the generic things like anime character proportions are childlike and it doesn't matter what their age is if they look like a kid and then he does the one thing you shouldn't do he brought up the uh protect act of 2003 for those of you that don't know the Protect Act of 2003 was an act employed by the government to the stop child porn, right? U.S. government? Yes. Okay. To prevent child porn. Going on paper, right? Well, yeah. They moved on to list that anything considered childlike in art would also be under this act. Less than a year later, they cons- they considered it unconstitutional because it was too vague. Hmm. So it is something you can't use in an argument like these at all. It is absolutely not protected under the Protect Act of 2003 at all, and that's mm-hmm. what a lot of these people do. So everyone takes it as a joke now. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, needless to say, he got flamed pretty hard, and I wanted thoughts on, you know. This guy shows up to a convention, Man. says, you're all fucking pedophile losers, drops the mic and dips. Is now, imagine the worst part about it is that you have your panel in the middle of a lot of other panels, of people that enjoy watching anime, and you're calling every single one of them a pedophile. It doesn't seem like the smartest move. I, You know, logistically. This, was this his first time giving this presentation? I don't know about this presentation, but it's not his first time doing presentations. I wonder if he has a history of just like hunting the chicken wherever he goes, like shows up to a <laughs> vegan place and goes, Meat. Buy it, people. Let me tell you about the best burger joint. (laughs) (laughs) That feels like his shtick. I I can't tell you, but I can tell you he's definitely... It definitely didn't go over well. I can't imagine it. Like, I can... Okay, here's here's um, here's my tea. I can agree that being a lollycon is not a great thing. Now, when I say lollycon... I mean a true lollycon. Yeah, like a true lollycon. Someone who literally fetishizes children in animation uh whether there's a difference whether you just think oh his little sister character's cute or oh my god i like her in the micro bikini that's kind of hot like that's that no there's a yeah there's a okay that's not bad and there's that's fucked up so it's like i agree with him but it's like dude why why would you bring that up at an anime convention you're just gonna catch heat like yeah you're not gonna get a crowd of people like you know what maybe Maybe he's right. Maybe he does have a point. Maybe everything that I do and like is fucked up and weird. Maybe the brony's telling me something I didn't know. <laughs> exactly. Maybe maybe the brony is telling maybe, me something. Oh, God. I would love to go to a convention where he's at if he gave that speech again and wear my lollycon t-shirt. <laughs> like you really, that would be awesome. You've got to like pick your crowd for these. If you want people to back you, mm-hmm. you can't go at them. Like say, um, Jonathan loves cheeseburgers. I <laughs> hate cheeseburgers. This is just a... Quick hypothetical. I'm that's really just me, throwing out here. Burger guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So and then me, all right. So burger dude. <laughs> the rest of this table loves cheeseburgers. I show up and I go, if you like cheeseburgers, 
fuck you. Hamburger game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hamburger and then for breakfast. I state my point. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cheeseburger. <laughs> I like that that was your point of comedy about right, the picture. Right, okay. Right, if, I'm not done. if you remember, <laughs> whoever's editing, which one of you is editing this, put the hamburger <laughs> for breakfast picture right here, please. Alright, thank you. That's all. Alright, all. so <laughs> I come at you guys. I, I show up. I slam shit in your face. Things that like you like. A hamburger? You're yeah. just gonna smash it into my <laughs> yeah. face. Yeah, and I throw it around. You're, that's not going to get you to join my side. You're going to be like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Right? Yeah. And you're going to tell me to leave. Or yeah. like, go fuck a burger or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so exclude the cheese. We like that. Go enjoy your bland burger dipshit. Have fun fucking a cheeseless burger while I'm over here fucking this cheeseburger. You gotta like think about the crowd you pick. If you want people to join your side, you can't just blatantly bash them. You can't bash a whole convention. I around, like, like to have sex genre. with cheeseburgers. He likes to have sex with hamburgers. <laughs> We're like, not this. What do you what do you guys think he could have like cause that's a, that's oh like Touching. I think it was just tight, like just the wrong area to do that. In I don't. I don't think you take something like that to a convention, right? Dedicated to anime and com- whatever. What could he have done? Brought up decent points. Did it somewhere else? Not spend forty five minutes talking about nothing prior to it. Look, Took even a, went to a Reddit thread, got called the N word. Get your account banned. Yeah, like I don't. I don't go to conventions to try and like persuade things or listen to hot button issues. I go to conventions to have fun buy shit and enjoy my time i don't want to listen to some guy spewing on about something even though that i might partially agree with like dude this is not the time or the place mm-hmm. shut up and let me enjoy my time here you yeah. probably would not like the republican national convention <laughs> <laughs> there's not a whole lot of why would he go to the republican national convention let's go one time and then act like we didn't know it wasn't like a fun convention what's, oh shit what's going this on is killing, political? Killing, like next next election and all we're like biden 2024 uh, we would dude we would get beat or shot yeah. like, they probably wouldn't even let us in the, yeah, they probably be like, no, you're memeing. Yeah, they actually probably wouldn't. They probably wouldn't. <laughs> well, that's maybe Donald Trump. <laughs> what? <laughs> Alex went, no, you're memeing. <laughs> like Donald Trump is a no, What if Get we, did, what if we went here. to the Republican National Convention and started walking around like, where are the merch tables? <laughs> hey, I'm looking for like booth number 405. It said they'd have Frosties. <laughs> Where's yeah, that at? Is G be... Fuel here? <laughs> <laughs> Wendy supports Republican America. <laughs> no, that, that's uh, Chick fil A. <laughs> Frosties? No, Chick Fil A. No, Chick Fil A supports Republicans. Yeah, no, no yeah, but Chick Fil A. Yeah, but Chick Fil A supports <laughs> Republican like America. I love Wendy's. I like Wendy's, Wendy's nuts drag across your forehead, dumbass. <laughs> All right. <laughs> God damn, I did. Mm. All right, you got me. You got me. But yeah, I, I think the dude just—it was like the wrong tie. Like, it, it yeah, was. it's an issue that should be addressed, but it's like, why there? Like, I, I think. I think, yeah, like, I totally, on one side of this argument, I can agree with him. On the other side, he's just being stereo, he's just naming, like, stereotypes. Yeah. And things that are- I don't know about the bring it up somewhere else argument. I, I don't think he's going to change anybody's mind, but truly, would he have been any more effective anywhere else? Probably not. At least he was in person. <laughs> I guess, like, online, it would be a lot easier for people to, like, just fucking... Yeah. At least he's in public. I, I can't think of any worse place to do it than the internet. I can't think of any better place to do it than anywhere where he was. So, like, 
I don't think there there was there is a good time for it. I think his argument is kind of valid, but also mostly invalid. Now, overall, yeah. just, overall, just seems like a kind of dumb go watch move. the ponies fuck and leave me yeah. alone. Yeah, yeah, I figured that was a funny thing to bring up because it was interesting. His whole uh, his whole fucking event thing had like seven people at a total watching. Yeah, I mean, if you title it like that, I don't think people are going to show up to your panel. Unless they're going there to make a thread so they can become internet famous. Yeah. We should have gone there and then like asked them about the war crimes of Aaron Yeager. To Los Angeles? <laughs> we should have just went to Los Angeles yeah, real quick. Quick, yeah. quick flight. That's an easy one. Hop skipping a fucking 14-hour job. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just show up with like a big banner like, Ooh, Zaki-chan, ooh, start crying now. Take a look at these. Tits, dog. Look, this look like a child. We bought it. We bought it. What was next? Thor? Gatekeeping. Luke sent an article. <laughs> I was just gonna let it go for a second. I thought it was funny. Uh, Luke, take a take us into this real quick. Oh, give me one second. Let me Hit pull it up. The so, um, on January fifth, what the fuck did you just say? Don't worry about it. My brain, like, I needed, bruh. <laughs> I just say my ad block. So uh, Forbes on January fifth put out an article titled "Fans Aren't Gatekeeping Anything; They're Just What What the Ad Blocker Think. They're Just Wary of Would Be Dictators Trying to Take Over Their Hobbies." And it was a post mainly aimed towards anime about how you can't gatekeep anime anymore. It is impossible. Well, so we broke this down into the definition in like the Webster Dictionary of gatekeeping is restricting somebody from accessing that material. Like if I had a DVD of Top Gun and you said, I'm going to watch that. I say, no, you're not worthy. Why is it always I'm, me in these scenarios? I, you're I just, have, you want to watch here. Top Gun. I, and I want to. a cheeseburger. You should have yeah, called back. No, I'm taking this like. cheeseburger. Oh, yeah, I could have done cheeseburger. But Top Gun's is a good example. I don't, it's not. But Oh, is that the one with Jeremy Clarkson? No, it's fucking Bruce Tom Jenner. Cruise. Is that the one with Jerry Seinfeld? Clarkson? No, no, it's Jeremy Tom, Clarkson. Tom Cruise. Anyway, top gear. I, I restrict you. <laughs> is that you, the one with Tom Cruise? <laughs> I restrict you from accessing that, so I'm gatekeeping Top Gun from you. That is like the Webster Dictionary. That can't really apply to anime anymore because... It is literally impossible to restrict somebody from viewing anime. Ask OnlyFans girls. Don't have to. They gatekeep their content. See, they can do that, but you can't with anime because... I get you. Like, if Luke didn't want me to watch Love Live, there's nothing he could do about it. I could go (laughs) home and be like... Okay, I'll That's just a watch terrible it. example because why would I not want you to watch? You Love can't Live? stop me from watching. <laughs> well, the example they brought up in the article was: uh, say you're in high school and it's 2004. Like anime, like pretty much doesn't exist here between the, like the, the general public. And you're in high school and you're looking to join a club and there's the anime club. And you go in, you're like, hey, I want to join the anime club, and they're like, no, you can't because. For You're some not reason, allowed you to watch can't. our DVD copy of Ghost yeah. Stories. Like back in back in those days, like I brought this up when I was talking with my tattoo artist, like you could only watch anime through DVDs or like VHS if it was imported here and you had to have the physical thing. Where nowadays you can just Google search 
anime and you're going to get a million different options you can you can watch whatever you want whenever you want but back in the day they could be like no you can't join our anime club because you're just fucking weird kid ironic but never mind but (laughs) like uh that was a great example because like like nowadays you can't do that it's not possible yeah people mistake gatekeeping for being an asshole so What I wanted to find out, well, I Googled like the definition of gatekeeping and that what led me to like the Webster version. So I went to Urban Dictionary and I felt that would be like a more time relevant thing. And on Urban Dictionary, it's pretty much like instead of restricting you from accessing it, you are just an asshole about someone who wants to see it. Like Jay goes, I want to watch Lord of the Rings. And I go, no, you're a fucking loser. You can't watch Lord of the Rings, buddy. That's or, ironic or you, again. Like you can watch it, <laughs> but you're just all. a fucking nerd. But he like, called you a loser for wanting to watch them, yeah. and he's watched them, which means that he's also a fucking loser. No, Jay's a loser because he's a loser, not because he watches <laughs> But you see, like, I can't stop you from watching it now, but I can be an asshole about it. Yeah. That's basically what gatekeeping is nowadays, just yeah. being a staunch That's just cunt. the mistaken definition of gatekeeping anymore. And it's interesting, right at the end of the article, they brought up a point where they're like, people who do gatekeep nowadays aren't fans of it they're just people who want the power to give people yes or no or the access to something they want to hold the power and be like yeah well maybe you can eat the cheeseburger but uh, i'm not going to give you the cheese unless you're nice to me so you so you have to eat a hamburger <laughs> you know what i mean God, like, that's a fate worse than hell. I will happily pay you for a i will happily pay you tomorrow for a six, hamburger today shekels um Funny thing about Lord of the Rings, when Matt had his meniscus surgery like a month or two ago or two months ago or something, we watched all the Lord of the Rings movies in three days and we watched the extended version and Return of the King is four and a half hours long extended. Um, so he had he, he tore his other meniscus recently and he's getting the surgery again and I've already requested work off the three days after his surgery so we can watch all three Hobbit Ooh. movies. Oh yeah. The Hobbits are good movies. Yeah, dog. I've only seen one. So you can't gate gate me from Lord of the Rings. I can't but I fucking love But it. I can call you a fucking nerd. And you've already done that and my feelings are hurt. And you call he don't forget he called you a loser too. Yeah, you're a loser nerd, Lord of the Rings like not allowed to have a fucking cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore, you're not, buddy. Not unless I say. I give you Swiss, but it's really good with American. Fine then. Nobody here, you're all cut off from watching the amazing world of gumball. <laughs> You can lick my gumballs, dude. <laughs> Nobody here is allowed to watch My Hero Academia. <laughs> oh, no, dude. What am I going to do? My child-touching instincts are going <laughs> to act up without My Hero Academia. <laughs> it's relevant early, I guess. I guess it really is. <laughs> I, I guess the point is... If you are gatekeeping, stop because you're a fucking dick. <laughs> like, you're not a gatekeeper. You're just a fucking asshole. You are, you are the modern definition of gatekeeping. I mean, the only thing you can really gatekeep anymore in terms of anime is communities. Yeah. Like Reddit communities. Like our podcast. <laughs> no, I don't want to watch community. Neither I want to watch Arrested Development. Hulu again. What about Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that show's actually kind of funny. Like, it is. Yeah. No fucking cap. The Croak Masseur episode? It, it's not, like, a bad show. No, I don't know why it gets such a bad rap. I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I really love The Office. That is not a very funny show, but people mistake it for one. Is it, uh, <laughs> is it, 
<laughs> oh, my mistake. I thought that was funny, but thanks for steering me in the right direction, Luke. Um, is it Parks and Rec that's the funny one? Yes. Parks and Rec is funny. I bet, like, it's always sunny. You know, people I've heard that's that. funny as well. I've seen quite a few episodes of it. That is the midget funny. guy in it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Have you seen the fucking rum ham? <laughs> I've seen rum ham. <laughs> rum ham! I've seen rum ham. You don't know the scene of when Danny DeVito is going to be a professional wrestler? I'm the trash man. I go out on the stage, I throw trash everywhere, and I eat garbage. Danny DeVito has quoted that to me so many times. Me and Devin will be playing a fucking game on the fucking PC, and I'll just go, I'm the trash man. I just go on stage. I throw trash everywhere, and I eat garbage. Like, it's so fucking funny. Oh, it's funny. Danny DeVito's a funny man. I know. Yeah, he's a good guy. Well, let's go in the polar opposite directions. If someone would idolize Danny DeVito and go to the next fucking guy, Luke, please start us. So with as Stephen we Foster. as we all know, Ghost Stories is a show. Yeah, it's fucking funny one. It's it's <laughs> in English and it's hilarious. And there are voice actors in it. There sure are. Uh, so. Yeah, there's been a we've gone kind of down a very weird rabbit hole the last couple weeks in researching this, and uh, turns out we were wrong. Us? No. Yes. Never. Uh, <laughs> Hell of harm wrong. Well, not only were we wrong, a majority of people in the anime community are very wrong. Like most. Um, Ghost Stories was extremely popular in Japan. Mm. Actually, mm-hmm. people really liked it. It was supposed to be a placeholder between, like, I think One Piece and Dragon Ball Jeez. was around the time. Because yeah. it was early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Or it was actually 2000 on the dot. So, you know, you're, like, between those. So they just threw that in there. It's like, you know, here's a show in the seasons while you're waiting for new shit. And it actually was really popular. When it came to America, ADV got their hands on it. And a man named Stephen Foster... Decided say, say it correctly, please. Or sorry, D seven and Foster. There we go. He puts a seven instead of a V or a PH, so people don't get it confused. What a fucking chotch. Yeah. Oh, it gets, oh, it gets way better than that, buddy. So when Stephen Foster gets his hands on it, he's like, "Well, I don't think the voice acting is very good in this for the Japanese one. I want to make it better." And this is where the misconception comes. ADV gave him those three stipulations and said, you have artistic freedom to make it better, you know, as a show. If you think you can make it better, go ahead. One of those things. Not do whatever the fuck you want. Go ahead, just keep these three core elements and you're fine. It was kind of like an in good faith. Here's the core elements we want you to keep. Go ahead and make it. If you think you can make it better, go ahead. And he said, I got it. I can do whatever the hell I want and made ghost stories. So did they peer review? They, no. no. They just said, oh, Stephen, Seven Foster did this. <laughs> we know he does good work. Let's just launch it. Well, he did have, he had a one episode track record where he, or one show track record where he did fuck with another show prior to ghost stories. And that's Super Milk Chan. Did it end up really good or really bad? Uh, bad. Uh, the first, like every episode, it's like an eight-minute kids show. A kids show, mind you. The first like six minutes that he added on to every episode was live action in office scenes. Like imagine the endings of Lucky Star, 
how they just go to places. That, but, but at with the start, Americans and the ADV company in New York for a kid show. A kid show. Now, on top of that, Milk Chan does say fuck a lot. <laughs> Milk Chan also has a gambling addiction in Stephen Foster's rendition. And she tries to drown worms for their money. So Stephen Foster was teaching the kids young. Oh, I right? fucking love this guy. So now you're saying you like this guy. Yeah, he sounds awesome. It goes downhill because that's where I thought. I was like, oh, this dude's just a goon, right? It's funny. funny as fuck. Um, so, some starter things. For ghost stories, you know how every episode it feels like none of the voice actors knows what the fuck is going on? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The first voice actor to enter the studio dictated how the show went. What? So they would ad-lib the entire show as the first person, and then the, everyone else had to play off of what they said. Oh, that's so funny. So like if someone came in and they made like some Jewish joke in the middle, they had to play off of that Jewish joke right in the middle. They're ad-libbing and just completely improving, improving right then and there. Which is why none of the shows seem to like make like the voice actors don't know what the fuck to say half the time. It's because they didn't. That so is incredible. That's a big number one. I actually found some uh, an interview that someone did with him in like 2016 or something like that. This was like way after oh, he's he still was kicking. Done. Well, he's no, alive. he's, not he's alive. He's, he hasn't done um, anything with anime in a while. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> at the very start. He admits he can't read. What? <laughs> like, straight up. He's like, yeah, I just don't get books, man. They take me forever to read. It takes me, like, weeks to read one book. So he just, basically he just admits he can't fucking read. Like, literally. Not, not like what we do. He actually can't fucking read. And then, this is where, this is where uh, Alex might get a little angry. Alex might get a little angry with Stephen Foster here. Oh, God. So, Stephen Foster also did wrote the scripts for the dubs of Angel Beats and Clanad. For Clanad, he openly admitted he didn't get the show. He didn't understand it. It didn't make sense. He didn't get the point of it. So, he just said, give me the best voice actors that ADV has. Put them in the fucking positions. I don't care if they sound right or not and let them go to work. Can this dude, like, aside from reading, can he not comprehend basic <laughs> things? You see, he what ha- what is not? How do you not understand the story of Clanad? How do you like you watch the whole? How do you not understand what the fuck is going? Like, oh, judge the 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 fucking starfish arc really threw me for a loop, man. Why is Fuko there? And they explain why Fuko is there, and they, then they explain why she's not there. Why did ADV keep giving this guy Why shows the, to do? Exactly. What? <laughs> I, I can't tell you. Um, they were another... like, Ghost Stories was a fucking shit show. And people <laughs> well, you know see what? what else they can do. Fuck, dude. I wish I knew that beforehand because up you, here. You met, yeah, we yeah, met the voice right actor there. for um, both of those fucking shows. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I would have known, like, hey, what was working with St- St- Stephen Foster like? Did he just kind <laughs> of show you guys the fucking loop? to seven foster uh, yeah dude if if we go we're gonna go back to that if, if they are there we have to ask i want to ask them about step to seven to seven and foster yeah that asshole who can't read who ruined a lot of good shows <laughs> what was he like it was it's it's funny because oh god what is funny? <laughs> it's funny because my favorite part is that he has an official website right um on the official website 
he actually calls ghost stories a show that he transformed into the South Park of anime. So right here, it's just he unironically of... refers to it as the South Park of anime and considers it his crowning achievement because he fucked it over so hard. Raunchy okay, dialogue but like, just means. But hold on, he's a little bit right. Kind of, he's a little bit right in, in a way. In a way, but like but you like, can't just assume a little bit of raunchiness not, is it's South not Park. Witty enough to be a South Park, no. <laughs> but it's definitely not tame enough to be anything else. I'm not gonna like sit here and pretend the Ghost Stories dub isn't fucking hilarious it because is it is amazing. It is how so funny. Bad it is. I also I think it's hilarious that these co- or ADV in particular was giving this guy. It, putting him in positions of power to fuck these over. And he can't read? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steven, read this. Nah. Hey, did you read the script for Clan Ed? Uh, sure. <laughs> I just didn't get it. <laughs> I so, just don't get it. So this kind of just went into a rabbit hole of Thorpe and I realizing, Stephen Foster just fucking sucks. He kind of just sucks I all around. I still kind of love him. I do not. I hate him. That's fucking funny. He's like, mm, I don't know. You see, there's a charm to it, you know. There's a charm because, like, it'd be. It's funny because it's like, oh yeah, doing that ironically. That's hilarious. But this guy's not ironic. Like he's serious. So that's where I get pissed off. But there's also like, okay, you're so stupid. Where it's, it's kind of funny. It it works in his favor. Unfortunately, it's so stupid until you realize that he had to. He was given the first 12 episodes of Clan Ed and all 24 of After Stories and didn't understand a single part of it. Right. How do you... That's impressive. Yeah, that's Here he is. John has a picture of him. No, I've seen him already. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been on his website. He's like a meme edgelord. That is... He looks like the type of person to do that. He's the type of person that does... He's like the kid that thinks everything he does is funny and over half of it isn't, but when he tells that one funny joke, he thinks he's the funny kid. Yeah. He's I can... Yeah, this is me. This is my calling. Yeah, yeah. I should be a com- I should be a comedian. Forget school and reading. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna dub animes and make them really bad, but they're actually really good. Yeah, because I, I just don't get it. <laughs> I, I don't understand. What I really want to know is how like this the the plot we were given or like the whole narrative that we were given on Ghost Stories as in the anime community was that because I remember watching the show, we were like, and we. We read about it. We were like, this show did so bad in Japan that the company ran out of money and said, yeah, just do whatever you want with it for the dub. Yeah, it was the it, just like, opposite. Obviously, that's not true. We know that now. I just wonder how that narrative got so popular that it was the narrative that everyone over here knows now. I wonder why. It's actually on Wikipedia as that same narrative, too. Really? Like, yeah. Wikipedia says it's the same narrative. So You people, guys really did some digging. We went down holes. Well, because I was looking on Wikipedia, and then I... I found the fucking interview with him and I skipped through a bunch of it. That's where I found out he can't read and he just fucked over Clan because he didn't get it. I did find a very good video that someone made. It came out like June of this year. It was like what actually happened with Ghost Stories. I'll see if I can find it and link that in the description here. But it was a really informative video and they do talk about like how that narrative got popular because in Japan even though it was a really popular show, it was a filler show in between two other mm-hmm. bigger shows. So they didn't make like merchandise for it or anything. So nothing was selling. So when you see like sales, it's like, oh, the show didn't do very well on sales. That's because there was no merch for it. It had four reruns after the fact that it already aired. So it was obviously a very popular show and people enjoyed it. But I think that is part of the, oh, the show did fucking horrible. It just didn't make any sales. 
Wow. That's really interesting. And the fact that for all these years, no one really decided to dive in and correct it. I, yeah, I was very surprised by that. And here we are, the Hello Harm. I actually found this on a Reddit thread. The thread on our anime was like, what are some misconceptions on the anime? And the top comment was ghost stories. So I started oh. doing some digging. And I'm like, hey, whoa, we were all wrong. This is kind of funny. And then Thorp did some digging, which led to me doing some digging. And that's when I found out that Stephen Foster is just kind of a shitter. He just kind of sucks. And the live action scenes for Super Milk Chon are just not, not funny. They're very unfunny. <laughs> just like The Office, it's not very funny. I mean, the guy looks like he's not funny. Like he, he um, you know, how just people have that look. Like that's. But I was saying, like we're giving funny. credit to Stephen Foster. He did nothing when you think he, about it. it. Was he really, really the voice actors who made the show. Yeah, I was gonna say props to them for going like impromptu. That's to say, he kind of just told stories. them where to go, and they just had to like make up the story as they went. I know, and uh, like I just read like a little bit off of his website, and he was like, "I have such achievements as the cult classic anime ghost stories." And you're right. Don't be like, "You didn't do anything." No, he was just given credit as the writer and director. He didn't write shit. He, he can barely read. He didn't write anything, and he admits that he didn't write fucking anything. What a I love shit. how if Luke's on his official website right now, and you know how on like websites there's icons in the top left with the yeah. logo. Mm-hmm. His logo is T with a seven. <laughs> I'm like, this guy's really taken that like sixth grade edginess and just ran with it. I know. I like yeah. at the top he explains why he has the seven. Yeah. <laughs> what a, yep. What it, a guy. it literally just explains it because he doesn't care if anyone can spell it right. He was like, people used to ask if it was with the with the. T H or a V, and I got tired of answering, so I put a seven, and now everybody spells I mean numbers it right. Imagine signing like your mortgage with a seven, <laughs> just a seven. seven. Who the fuck is this, Mr. Foster? Steve? We can't accept this. Do you know who I am? I'm Mr. Stephen Foster. I make ghost stories popular. <laughs> what the fuck is ghost stories? Uh, we told you to initial here and sign here. I can't read, so <laughs> you're just gonna have to accept it. But yeah, um, I kind of figured it'd be fun to talk about how Stephen Foster is actually a fucking asshole. Sir, your initials can't just be a seven with a T. And where did the T come from? Your name is Stephen Foster, not Stephen Foster. Stephen Foster. Seven T. Oh, hey, Stephen. What, what are we uh, recording today? I don't know. I'm just going there and start talking. Oh, that's the seven you, Foster. What, it's what a show you, I didn't really get. What, what, do you mean, <laughs> what, what do you mean start what do you mean start talking? Go Make in there and start talking. Make a couple racist and anti Make a funny. Yeah. Make a funny right now. Go make a funny and then I'm going to give you a... Like say, a something, say something that would be really funny for 2000. Here's an episode where you have to make a girl romantic to a rabbit. <laughs> Go. Roll with it. Now say something funny for 2000. <laughs> it's not because you're a rabbit. <laughs> it's because you're black. God, that that show was that dub is something. It really trip. is something. It is really funny. It's very though. funny. I want to so. stay real quick. We'll go into Tippy's thing real quick. But there's one. What thing. time are we at? Because mine could take a little longer. One oh eight. One oh eight. I don't care. We still have. We have plenty of time. But this this is this is not a piece of conversation. It's when we get back and the night is winding down. We're going to go on Netflix. I'm going to show you guys a comedy sketch. It's called I think you shouldn't or I think you should leave. All right. And I, I want you to tell me. If you think this is funny or not, I'm just going to leave you with that. And your answer will depend on if I hate you. <laughs> like, <laughs> there is no margin of error here. You are either right or you are wrong and you can leave my house. Is right? It's funny? 
He's not going to tell you, you if, dumbass. If you're right, you can stay in my house. If you're wrong, I'm going to promptly tell you to get out. What if Alex lives there, though? Doesn't matter. He will be homeless. Because if my brother finds this shit funny, I'm going to hurt him. Bad. So funny is the wrong answer? Funny is 100% the wrong answer. If you laugh at any of this shit, I'm going to be so angry with you. I'm really nervous on my You should be. What if I like yeah. what if I do like a laugh because it's bad? What if I'm like That's a, okay, a, but that if you sit there and go so like flat. if you sit there and go, "For I think you were wrong." I'm going to say, "Luke, I think you should leave the house." <laughs> hey, cuz that's the name of the skit. I think you, you should leave. Oh, oh, oh this, this guy gets it. You, should, you know Netflix Assign anybody to shows now. <laughs> I know. I saw the Eric Andre comedy stand up. <laughs> yeah, they, they really don't care. All right, Tippy, give us your sauce. Okay. Sauce us uh, up. They're not really sauces. They're conversation pieces. Let well, me just pull them up. Sauce us with the conversation piece then, dig Exactly it. what uh, they were. So there's like three of them. We can go through as many as we want. They're like debates, you know? Right. So uh, I know Luke and Jay, you guys have a lot more like information. You guys will know more about Pokemon than me and Anthony, right? <laughs> I love Pokemon. Okay, perfect, perfect. Pokemon. So uh, who do you think would win? All 151 original Pokemon or a billion lions? That <laughs> <laughs> is not where I thought that was going to go. I think the Pokemon, the Pokemon, yeah, the no, Pokemon body the lions. Why? Because some of them can fly. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think the lions would win because there's a billion fucking lions. Groudon's like four stories tall and shoots fire and can cause earthquakes. I was about to say they there's just a move called earthquake. Sh- yeah, but dude, imagine like um, even um, imagine two million lions going there's at poison at once. attacks that cause clouds of poison. Alex, these things dude, don't have to touch the lions to kill them. They I can know, fly and but shoot they have fire. Stamina, I don't think- they have they they have stamina. They need to eat and they need to rest. So what about one of the say Charizard's out there? He's like, oh, I'm really fucking tired and my flame mouth is kind of dry. Well, how do you think these lions are going to attack? Like, are they in one big cluster of a billion lions? Because if they are. A lot they, of those lions know. are sitting ducks. I don't know. Take the battlefield is the United States. Okay, if, if Alex, they, you're only siding with the lions because everybody else sided with the Pokemon. There's not a fucking chance that dude, the lions win. It's a billion lions. That's I'm a, with the fucking Alex, lions, man. If, okay, who wins? A billion lions or the sun? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's different. That's different. Okay, dude, think about this. So there's 151 Pokemon. Like, okay, right. Lions like think of like Squirtle and like. Bulbasaur and Pikachu. They're going to get fucked up right from the oh, get-go. All right, yes, that's will. fine. They can get fucked up all they want. And it's not like Pikachu's not going to take at least 50 lions with him. What's 50 compared to a billion? But Alex, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna say, to I'm going to say one thing that's going to just take away every argument you can possibly give. I'll, you can try. Mewtwo can alter fucking time. <laughs> what the fuck is a lion going to do when Mewtwo just ages it forward 100 years and all the lions died of old age? Dude, I think the lions are in there. They're going to survive 150 years? <laughs> what if they breed? <laughs> you, you have lost the argument. There's a billion. You are, First you off, are if he progresses time here. long enough, food's going to run out. They're going to become incestual and they die. He can still alter time. First off, that's just saying that if he alters all of time. He can just do personal time for each lion. He can they create stay in pocket spirit. universes, and you think a lion's gonna fuck <laughs> up a Mute? Mew can a use billion. any move ever. Mew is a fucking god. <laughs> Literal 
literally. It's a literal deity. Ditto can turn into anything. Worst thing that happens is that a ditto turns into another Groudon, and we have two giant dragons. Alex, well, Groudon's not a original 151. Oh, yeah, he was Ruby. Have you ever seen the show Gate? Yeah. That's what we're dealing with here. 40,000. A small army from Japan modern day. Just obliterates everything. <laughs> dude, all right. Dude, I'm still kind of... Like, dude, like... Okay, you'd, you'd be on Ditto the can just turn dude. into a giant lion. Okay, no, I think you guys are underestimating <laughs> I'm not. I'm not fucking with you. A billion. Okay! A billion lions. All right. <laughs> Jesus. How many people die in earthquakes, Alex? Not even close to a billion. Not even fucking close. And they're in buildings and safe. There's going to be no buildings. Exactly. Alex, like... Yeah, so there's not going to be nothing, nothing to crush them. Unless the world is splitting open. Al- the world, like, can split open. That's the thing. Like, these Pokemon have those powers. I need to make sure that... Alex, this is right generation. Is, 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 okay, okay, okay. I there's a move called Fissure is that the in o- Pokemon. Is that one of the uh, OG Yes, it's in Generation 1 okay. Fissure. It's a one-shot KO, and it splits okay, okay. the earth let's, open. Let's, let's do a little bit of fucking over Alex real quick. So Earthquake is an incredibly powerful move. At a high level, it's capable of one-shotting most things in the Pokemon universe. In the original universe, without you having to get a TM to teach the Pokemon Earthquake, five Pokemon just knew it. Those five being Diglett, Dugtrio, Geodude, Graveler, and Gollum. All of them just knew Earthquake. That's not including the other 30 Pokemon in the original series that could all learn it through a TM. So there is potentially 35 Pokemon that can use Earthquake, and they can cause 35 Earthquakes at a fucking time, and you're telling me that lions are somehow going to beat that? They could kill all the Pokemon in that. There could be, like, some... 35 th- earthquakes at once! I'm just a billion lions. <laughs> you that, are just trying is, to say this for a fucking no, argument. there is no... Dude, a billion is huge. Yeah. A billion is a big What are they going to do when they fly above them? You could put Alex. You could put a million lions. You could put like a million tube. You could put fucking 10 easy. Lines Jigglypuff like uses Pokemon. Sing, and all a billion go to sleep. Yes. How how big is her range for Sing? Fuck off, <laughs> Alex. I'm let's just, think about this. You can't put a billion lions in one air. Like they, if they were shoulder to shoulder marching forward, they are literally sitting ducks. Wait, now, hold on. The counter argument to the range of Sing, any of the lions in front are going to impede the progress of all the lions behind them. Dude, they just go so over what's it matter other. what the range is? They'll just go over each other. That's that's un- she can't. Okay, Jigglypuff You're can just pu- staying on top of each other for one uh-uh. earthquake to wipe out all of them at the same J- time. Jigglypuff can probably not use Sing for like a long period of no, time. No, that's not fucking she how can. it works. She so just she can sings. Indefinite. Just sings. She can just indefinitely yes. use yes. Sing. Without yes. sleeping, without yes. eating food. Yes, they're Pokemon. They're not humans. They live in balls. If you give it, <laughs> if you so give it a you ball, for a while. Uh, right, a I, got another, I got another argument. My favorite Pokemon, Gengar. He can learn a move called Curse. It binds him to whatever he curses, and that whatever happens to him happens to anything that's binded to him. He could just bind all the lions to himself and die, and all the lions die with him. Can, can he do that to multiple different wait, things? Hold on, wait, wait, counter. The, we're just completely skipping over this. Gengar's a ghost type. 
He's a he ghost! Can't they get can't be hit. touched by physical attacks! You can't get That's killed cannon. by Bidus! That's canon! They, in the game, if you have a ghost-type Pokemon, normal can't type get attacked by... Can't hit them. So we have, like, at least 40 Pokemon that just can't get hurt by... No matter what, they can't even touch them. They the, could the die from exhaustion. Would, they're ghosts! <laughs> <laughs> they're literally already dead! The lions will do. die from exhaustion right, first! Alex. Say we have Gyarados. He lives in the water. What the fuck is a lion going to do when Gyarados is 50 What's going to happen when the Gyarados uses Hyper Beam, an, an attack that can penetrate through a lot of targets at once, and he can move his head? He Gyarados could just, could just swim out, and the lions will go, Whoa, they'll die of exhaustion. Or just Hydro Pump and flood the land because he's an infinite water source. He'll just flood the continent you, Alex, and allow you him lose. to drown. Take you the just take Or wheezing and coughing, just fly over them, give them and all lung cancer. Like, what do you want? I'm just saying a billion's a lot. <laughs> I think you guys are underestimating a billion. <laughs> I think you're overestimating a billion lions. I think you're underestimating that a ghost-type Pokemon can't be attacked by a lion and can't die because it's already a ghost. Alex, that's like me shooting a watermelon with a 50 caliber gun. Like The watermelon you, could survive. You guys know, like, watermelons have a pretty thick, thick skin. <laughs> they have a thick skin. Yeah, I think you're underestimating the thickness of this watermelon. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. I'll what about two watermelons? <laughs> we'll move on. We'll discuss this later. I might come back to this one. I'm glad it got Please such a debate. You. That was so a really good it got topic because it really pissed me off. <laughs> okay, so this one might too. Uh, is cereal a soup or a cereal? <laughs> what? Did you just ask if it's a soup or a cereal? Yeah. It says in the name what it is. <laughs> no, 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 hold on. Hold what on. do you mean? How are you going to debate this? You just asked if it was a soup or a cereal. If cereal is a soup or a cereal, cereal is a cereal. <laughs> you just answered your own question. This is in a debate. You just proved yourself no, wrong. Just, let me expand upon the, the, the question. How? So, <laughs> you got me all clustered. But cereal in the dry form. We're going to call cereal in the dry. That's just the name. You can't, ooh, wheat crackers. You know, like. <laughs> Cereal you don't put milk on wheat crackers. So, dry cereal with milk mm -hmm. versus soup. <laughs> okay. Who wins in a box? So match? you, Alex, we, we just we just defined is, is, is cereal. cereal with milk considered a soup or is it its own thing as a cereal? It is a cereal because why? When it's I'm saying like think, okay, this the term we're just gonna call it uh, flax. <laughs> Is flax is flax seed when added with milk? You are so fucking stupid. Is it's it a soup or a cereal? No, it's a seed. Shut up. All right, you get what I'm trying to say. No. All right, so we're assuming. Name a fucking cereal first. Wheaties. All right, we're back, and this is going to be the last thing I say on this that we say on this topic. We will get into this discussion next week because our camera is dead, so we need to kind of stop. So, Alex, your argument is that. Cereal, is it a soup or a cereal? Because yeah. I'm assuming there's like physical chunky parts that yeah. are hard and with a liquid, liquid and yeah. I have to find your soup. Right. What about soups that are just broth? Is milk in a bowl soup? Tomato soup. And that's where we end the Hello Home podcast for the day. Thank you guys for watching so much. This I'm so glad you guys could be episode. here for this adventure. Thor, can you tell them what this cost? Guys, this is a free podcast. We do not charge anything to for you to enjoy this podcast. We just ask that you share it with a friend if you found anything insightful today. Like if you think that these 151 Pokemons would lose against a billion lions, discuss that with your friends. Discuss how you're are. actually a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you guys. On right. the lions? Yeah. You're still I'm holding wrong. that one. I'll, I'll get. I'll bring some evidence. I'll, I'll do something. That the lions will win.
I'll do something, man. Just like, give, give me a week. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Do the outro. Do the outro. All right. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening oh, to the episode of the what? podcast. Uh, make sure to subscribe, like, and comment. Share the podcast with people if you found anything interesting. It really helps us out. Help us get to that big 100. Hardest thing to do on YouTube is get your first 100, and that's what we're trying to do here. We'll see you guys next week.